Welcome to the Straight Cut. My name is Steve Garland. I am Aaron Shuttleworth. And we are coming to you from the Members Lounge at West End Cigars. Back for another episode. You ready, Aaron? Let's do it. All right. Got some uh, exciting news tonight. Um, it's going to be a pretty fun episode. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, um, I have accepted a job with Ashton Cigars. And uh, I'm going on the road to be the rep for uh, the territories called the Deep South. So uh, if you guys remember... Paul Rorex um, was our rep. He is actually moving back home to Arizona, and I'm taking over his territory. So I will be the rep here at, uh, at West End Cigars and uh, moving to Atlanta at the end of the year. So You're, You got the SEC territory. That's right. Yeah, I cover um, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Arkansas, and Nashville west of Tennessee. So Nashville, Chattanooga, Nashville, Memphis, all that area. So, we got some changes coming down the pipe here. Yep, changes, but good changes. Um, everything, you know, happens for a reason. Yeah. And we're rolling with the punches. But the main thing is that the show continues. Yeah, the show must go on. So, um, in order for that to happen, we have brought in uh, a guest tonight who um, will be the new co-host. Yep. So, we would like to introduce Mark Langenfeld. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing good, Steve. It's good to have you on. Yep. Thank you, sir. It's been uh, I've enjoyed the podcast. We've been friends for four and a half years, and I'm I'm yep. sad to see you go. I, um, you texted me in the middle of the week this week, and and uh, had a what you described as a uh, dream about me, which made me a little nervous. <laughs> but um, we've missed you for the couple of weeks you've been gone. You're well, a big part of our lives, and <laughs> we're looking forward to you uh, having the Nashville part. Of, I personally am looking forward to you having the Nashville part of the. Uh, region we're looking forward to uh, coming to visit you very often and you coming to visit us yeah yeah so i'll be back uh every few weeks um and and i'll definitely be on board for doing some episodes uh once i wonder I take what off. we're gonna smoke when you're on the episode yeah hey you know <laughs> we make uh the best cigars in the world so yeah, oh <laughs> whoa 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm not employed by Ashton, so I, I can say I, I like something else. But yes, I totally understand. But the main part is Mark is now going to do is going to be my new co-host and everything, and it's he's a good buddy of both of us. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not one we just picked up off the street. We've known Mark for yeah. you know, pretty much since this, uh, this shop opened. Um, you know, he was on episode ten with us for the live herf. Um, you know. I've traveled with him. You've been good buddies with him, you know, since you started working here. Yeah. Um, you know, that was the main thing. We we sat, we tried to make it work logistically. We've kind of come to the conclusion it just it wouldn't work with you leaving and living in Atlanta now and maybe in, in Little Rock still. But we sat, talked with Brandon and then it was actually Brandon's idea, like, hey, you should you should talk to Mark. I'm like, really? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he'd be up for, it. he's really busy doing all this other kind of stuff. And then you talk to him or, you know, he talked to you one, one or the other. No, I, no, no, I, I felt, I, I've Brandon been, did. Brandon did. Okay. Um, but it was one that, you know, it's a, it's a clean con- conclusion and everybody's, you know, on board with it and it's going to be a, a good fit. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I was telling my wife this earlier today, um, before Brandon had mentioned it, you and I had gone back and forth over, you know, yeah. how we were going to, how we were going to do this. And yeah, because I, I've known for what a month now, I guess. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, but once I had decided that, uh, I didn't think it would work, 
I guess I should say once we had decided we didn't think it would work yeah. with uh, being out of state and trying to do the episodes, Mark is the first person that came to my mind. Yeah. Even before Brandon mentioned it, I, I was going to tell you, hey, you should talk to Mark about it. Yeah, so. because the main, the main thing that was more was like important to me was make sure that we had that dynamic of what the show is. You yeah. know, somebody who doesn't agree with each other all the time but has you know the same kind of mentality, that same attitude – and just the the fun loving nature that you and I have, yeah. you know, me and Mark are the same way. You know, we we watch. He's a you know, a, a good guy. I've known him for a long time. Um, we'll finally be able to talk more soccer on the show, so I'm really excited about that. You don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, I'm not listening when you do a soccer episode. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, you guys like the same team though, so. Right, but we can have uh, we'll call Paul in from Arizona, and we can argue about uh, Manchester City <laughs> yeah. versus Manchester oh, United. Oh goodness, yeah. yeah. But it's a uh, it's an exciting change. There's a change that's happening, um, but it's one that uh, you know the main thing is the show is continuing. A few other changes with the show are going to happen. I'm gonna, we're going to be on the road more often. Yeah, um, you've already noticed that I went up to KC. Um, that yeah, I listened really, to that episode. That today. went really well. Um, I, I I really enjoyed shooting inside of a. A, a different shop while it was open got some good interaction it was a i believe it was a really really good episode as well um you know i want to get more listeners involved and we have tons and tons of listeners out there and so everybody who's out there listening to us now you know i want to get you involved uh, as much as i can or not just i i guess mark mark as well um, yeah you know you're you're jumping in full bore 100%. with us yeah yeah i'm excited about the shop stuff i'm also excited because a friend of mine's got a really cool job with Ashton, which is a, not a, not just a cigar that I like very much, but I think a company that does things the right way, the the crystal ball and, and and the symmetry and all those cigars are really the the VSG is um, just a top notch cigar. Yeah. It's one of my faves. Me and, too. Um, I, I look forward to uh, every five weeks or so uh, talking to you and, and catching up and, and meeting you in Nashville to catch concert oh, yeah. concerts yeah. and all Definitely those things. Definitely going to meet in Nashville. <laughs> so I, I was uh, one of the questions because I heard on Paul's podcast was that he didn't have Nashville. It sounded like from his podcast, but I'm super psyched to hear you do. So yeah, um, so that's great. So so while we talk about Ashton, why don't you tell him what we're smoking? Yeah, so we are smoking the Ashton Symmetry. Uh, we're smoking the Sublime, which is basically our Toro. Um, and this is probably my favorite in the Ashton line and one of my absolute favorite cigars. I smoke way too many of these, uh, so I'm excited to uh, to be able to sell these to people because it's a yeah. product that I love so much. Same thing with the VSG. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, yeah, this one, uh, it is interesting because it's made by the Fuentes. Mm-hmm. So it uses... Um, Nicaraguan tobacco, which it's the only cigar in the Ashton line that has Nicaraguan tobacco in it. Everything else is Dominican. Um, and then they use, you know, different wrappers. But yeah. as far as the binder and filler go on the profile, this is the only one that has Nicaraguan tobacco in it. So yeah. I think that's part of why I like it so much is because it's a very complex blend. Mm-hmm. has a lot of stuff going on. So yeah. it's one of my favorites. And which is funny because you say that because I really like Ashton. The VSG is in my top three of all time. Absolutely love that cigar. Mm-hmm. The uh, symmetry, it's not one that I actually smoke a lot because I like a lot of the other Ashton stuff. The VSG, uh, the cabinet, um, the the classic Maduro, uh, really love that one. That one's one of my all-time favorite Maduros. Yeah, it is. The the symmetry one, though, it's just like, I don't know. It's just, it doesn't have that wow factor for me. Maybe since you're the new employee, you can change my mind. That's right. I'm going to try to. 
a classic that Maduro is such a classic yeah, Maduro. It's yeah. just, it is just the exact way a Maduro should be made. I, I could not agree with you well, more about that. Being... It's so interesting because when people pick that cigar up, it, it looks very dark and full bodied and it yeah. is a dark cigar, mm-hmm. but it's not a full bodied cigar. It's full flavored yeah. for sure. Yeah, exactly. But it's more onto that mild to medium range. And so like I'll grab those in the morning with a cup of coffee or something. Yep. I mean, that is one of the, one of my favorite pairings. Uh, early in the morning. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, the same same way. I love that one. I have a special story for that cigar, which we'll touch on not this show, but another one, another episode, another yeah. episode. Um, yeah, I really like that one. And so, I'm happy you got got with Ashen. I mean, a top tier company. Yeah, by far. I, I agree. Yeah. yeah, you're a corporate man now, so this is. <laughs> I know you've worked on the, on the retail side for a while, so this is yep. this is a big step for you. And uh, is. this is uh, we're fired up for you. We're we're sad personally. Well, Aaron I, and I are, yeah. but and but, I can't wait to you know make fun of him when he comes in here with a suit oh, yeah. every time, Mister Man. <laughs> I think we're going to rework a couple songs that we'll sing to you. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely an exciting change. It is somewhat bittersweet to yeah, you know. I mean, this is home. Yep. Um. So uh, that's all changing, but uh, I'm excited to get out in the territory. Uh, I've been in uh, Philadelphia the last two weeks training. Um, and, and I head out on the road tomorrow. I'm flying to Atlanta uh, to start um, out on the road with Paul Rorex. So, so was um, that your first time to Philly? Yeah, first time I've been there. What, what'd you think? Because I've been there before. Have you been to? Have you been? To I Philly? have been to Philly. So yeah. what'd you think of Philly? There are so many places to eat. Oh my god! So that's what I said. Like that city smells good because every five feet you have a different type of restaurant. Yeah, it, it's. I think I ate more in the two weeks I was there than I did last month. All right, cheesesteak wise, what'd you I, have? I went to uh, Steve's Prince of Steaks. Okay, they told me that was the best one. Okay. So they said Gino's and Pat's is that's is, a touristy one. It's too touristy, yeah. right? And the sandwiches have suffered because yeah. how quickly they're having to put them out. Yeah. So Steve's is right around the corner from Holtz, mm-hmm. uh, which is right downtown mm-hmm. Philadelphia. Yep. Um, and then, and so the Holtz is the one downtown, and then the big nice Ashton up top. That, yeah, the Ashton okay. bars. Yeah, in so that, that's the, the one I went. Floor. Yeah, that's the one I went to when, yeah. I, when I stayed in Philly. Super nice. Oh yeah, yeah. one yeah. of the nicest I, cigar I, bars. I was, as everybody knows, the way I dress and the way I am, so out of place when I went up there. But I didn't <laughs> give a damn. Well, uh, that's what's cool about that place is, um, you know, anybody can come in there. Mm-hmm. Whether you're in a, a you could be in a thousand dollar suit and sit there and smoke a cigar, or you could be like Aaron in a in a black hoodie and and is black it, denim pants and and chuck taylor's on and they're not gonna look at you <laughs> yeah, so funny, what was you know? funny is like when i came up there and the lady was like would you like me to check your coat i was like you mean my band hoodie <laughs> <laughs> like no i got this thank you but I was like, yeah, please check my hoodie that's you know that i've had for 20 years with some obscure band on it but yeah the ashen bar is top notch mm-hmm. um and then holtz the 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 retail store downstairs is where i spent basically the first week yeah and uh absolutely gorgeous humidor mm-hmm. uh they carry the best products out there um yep. and, and the guys there are super knowledgeable um they're super helpful and uh it's it's to me one of the one of the coolest retail stores i've been to so i, I, I didn't go into holtz because every time i went there it was closed because i, I went up there for the army and navy games so yes yeah. I, I was busy but the ashton lounge stayed open late and everything so i went there i'm assuming at holtz is a full cigar shop not just an Ashton cigar, cigar shop? Yeah, no, it's a it's a retail store. Okay, um, as well as um, uh, online, they have an online store that you can purchase from. Okay, 
and they ship all over the United States, all over the world, I guess. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the second week I was there, we were in the warehouse, um, at the corporate office and, uh, the, the place is massive. I don't know how they keep up with everything. There's so many cigars in that warehouse. Yeah. It is unreal. Um, and they've got everything you can think of. So, so the, um, the, one of the craziest things that I remember about Philly, I mean, driving there, it's difficult. There are so many cars, especially downtown. But, oh yeah, all the one-way streets. But Philly drivers, they are the best parallel parkers. Oh yeah, in this probably. World. I mean, it is ridiculous. <laughs> I remember when I went there to uh, for uh, for the Army Navy game. I stayed uh, in one of the little neighborhoods right by uh, the, the place, and uh, everybody parks just like two, three inches from each oh, other. Yeah. I mean, you can't get anything in there. No. So the Airbnb we stayed at, it was like a big apartment where a bunch of other Airbnb people staying i come out one morning me and my dad and brother going to breakfast or whatever and this southern guy i think he's from like a he's like from middle florida where i talked from for a minute and he he's on the phone and uh i stop i'm waiting for my for my dad and and the guy's like daddy you never believe how these son of bitches park up here. <laughs> I mean, it was. I mean, like, if you need to get out, you kind of got to wait for the for like four other people in front of you to yeah. uh, to get out. You just you just go in there, line up, and then it is what it is. Yeah, we talked a lot about the difference in you know the the South versus the Northeast, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the things I noticed with the with driving is. Uh, how quickly they accelerate and how how hard they mash their brakes <laughs> because it, it, it's like go stop, go stop. Err, err, err. i mean it, it's uh i would if i was looking for something to get started in as a career in philadelphia i would open a, a tire a and brake shop <laughs> or body shop <laughs> yeah body shop. but that's what's yeah. crazy like every car that i saw had some sort of dent or ding oh, yeah. or something on the bumper i mean it's just it's inevitable it's going to happen yeah but it was just, uh, it was crazy. I, I, re- I really did enjoy that city. And yeah. The food, no. the food was amazing. The, the history, um, it was cool seeing all that, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's one of the coolest cities I've been to. So it's, uh, probably work moving from Philadelphia to Atlanta, which, uh, I believe is worse than Philadelphia driving wise for the traffic. Yeah. Traffic yeah, is Philly, worse. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, Atlanta, Driven in both. Yeah, Atlanta was like, if you're going 90, you're going too slow. You're going too slow. Man, and yeah. it was crazy because like... 12 lanes of traffic, everybody lanes. merging and, mm-hmm. and all that. Well, and so. that guy that's in the far left lane has taken that exit that's 50 feet away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean. It's crazy. I, uh, we, we drove through Atlanta last year and it was like, okay, we can all, you know, go 100, but a little planning, <laughs> advanced planning might be helpful here. Yeah. I learned to drive in Chicago, so Chicago is very much like Philadelphia. You yeah. just go, that's fine. I don't mind the the stop and go. I, I get that. But yeah. the Atlanta, you're just going, wow, really, five lanes uh, in 40 feet is uh, a little much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's going to be an adjustment for sure. Yeah. Yep. So I'm trying to convince my wife to uh, take the train to work every day instead of driving yeah. into uh, the wait, city. I think it's uh, Mar- Martha. Marta. Marta, yeah. Marta. Yeah, so... Uh, that's what I'm doing tomorrow when I land. Uh, I'm taking the Marta out to Buckhead mm-hmm. to a cigar shop, uh, and Paul's picking me up out. The- you got your suit pressed? Yeah, it's ready to go, buddy. <laughs> Shoes polished? They're ready to go. You I'm throw- packed. I'm ready to go. You're, and you won't be able to wear a hat? Nope. Oh, man. Yep, see, this. I couldn't take the job. Well, since we're smoking the symmetry, and you are now the expert at all things Ashton, why don't you tell us about this cigar? I already kind of talked about it. Did you? Yeah, the blend and everything. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I wasn't listening. I thought you did. See, you're not you're not part of the team anymore. I'm like, yeah, he's just a talking head. I'm just <laughs> see how it is. This is a I'm obviously a Nicaraguan fan, but this is a 
This cigar burns nice. I really like this one. Eh? Yeah. Yeah, it's got... Um, I don't smoke enough of these. I smoke a lot of the other Ashtons, mm-hmm. and this one does not get picked up enough. I smoke enough for all three of us of these, but... Good work. Uh, Thanks, Steve. They, uh, It's got, like, this just awesome, like, oaky, woody mm-hmm. flavor mm-hmm. Um, with a little bit of spice to it that, to me, just... I mean, this complements everything I love in cigars. It does exactly what I want it to. Burns well. Yeah. And it to has me, the flavor I love. So. And to me, it has kind of like that... Uh, that dry wine taste because it has that that dryness that I like. I mean, I like I like a dry wine, and this has a little bit of that that tanniny, you know, mouth texture and feel that you get from the from the smoke and everything. Yeah. Well, Mark, uh, did you guys talk about like your cigar smoking experience? We yeah, did. Yeah, we, we talked we, a little bit about that, that. We, we uh, and the net. And I think we're going to release that after that. We've already we've already recorded yeah. that episode. So okay, looking forward to that. We talked about my first cigar. Uh, just to tease that a little bit, I got the actual year wrong by about 10 years. So uh, that happens when you're old. So it was actually the er- early 90s, not the late 90s. Yeah. But And then we talked about my most memorable cigar, you know, the uh, um, the one that Garrett gave me. Yeah. Uh, and then <clears throat> we talked about a bunch of stuff, and we made Aaron uh, break the uh, code, and he had to apologize to his mother all humbly. <laughs> so it's so it, that it's episode's def- good. It's definitely going to be an episode to definitely uh, definitely check out and everything. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to it. And the, like we we did it uh, last this past Friday night. Just to we wanted to see the feel, the rhythm, right. the flow, and just test I wanted it out. to practice yeah. just to make sure that I didn't sound like a complete idiot. And uh, <laughs> and, and, you, and you, you did good. And it was, I, I I told him you know like. No matter what happens, I can edit anything oh, out, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it was fine. And, yeah. then, you know, it's going to go out for yeah. production. So that will come yeah. out, you know, a week after this one comes out. Um, so definitely check it out and, yeah. you know, and getting ready for the new change. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. I, I think you're going to be a great asset to the team, Mark. Thanks, Steve. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. I tell you, one of the things we talked about was uh, the way in this shop that you welcomed me in. You and Red and Brandon were the first three people I met here. In that first three to four months when Paula wasn't down here in Little Rock and I was um, <laughs> by myself, a guy working a new job in a new city, um, in that cigar shop, uh, how, how important that cigar culture is to me. And I, I'm grateful for all three of you. Uh, taking me under the wing and a lot of time that you and I spent together those first several months. I remember after about six months, you, when I wore jeans in, cause it was cold, uh, you said I didn't, uh, that you didn't realize that I owned, owned long pants, <laughs> uh, cause from, I'm from up North, but, uh, uh, <clears throat> we're definitely going to miss you and Kaylee a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, Kaylee, uh, is, is one of Paula and I's favorite people. We just recently, the four of us and some other folks went and saw our church here in Little Rock yeah. and, We've done a, t- a ton of stuff together, including with Aaron and Mo. Yeah. Um, it's a <laughs> cigar culture is one of those things where you you make a lot of friends that you don't ever lose. Yeah, that's one thing I love about cigar shops. Going into cigar shops is that that camaraderie that you get. Yeah. You know, well now you'll be able to experience hundreds, if not yeah. thousands. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, Little, Little Rock, Arkansas area doesn't have a whole bunch. But the other states you're going to go to, I mean, so do you have, you have Atlanta? Yeah. So, I mean, Atlanta alone has. Yeah, like 150 shops yeah, or something. Yeah, I mean, wow. that's, yeah, you're going to, you got plenty of other states to go to. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah. now hey, you're going to be in a city with a, a lot of sports teams. Yeah. So, I know you're excited about that. I am, yeah. Right. I already looked into uh, season tickets with the Braves, but uh, I'm not going to be there enough to really capitalize on that. So, yeah. I'll go to games yeah. while they're, while they're in. 
um, and, and while I'm home, because um, my wife is a Braves fan. So, mm-hmm. um, and I've actually never been to an NFL game, a live NFL game. Really? So that's something I'm looking forward to. Uh, that stadium is absolutely beautiful. Well, and also what's down there is now Atlanta United, which is it's a, not happening. But no, no, no. Hear me out. That club has only been around for three years. It is nuts. You have to go there at least once to try to, I don't have to, look. to do nothing. No, you have to do this. You don't have it to is, do it nothing. Is nothing. They sell out 80,000 seats. Falcons don't even sell out. I mean, I've heard Mercedes Benz Stadium, which is where the Falcons mm-hmm. and, and Atlanta United play, is a great place to go. It's it's really cool with yeah. the, with the bill with the video boards and the open end and all of that. And all the concessions the, are reasonably the priced. Best concessions, Arthur yeah. Blank, who owns both of those teams and yeah. the, is part of that stadium has really done a great job of making that very mm-hmm. accessible. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it sounds amazing. I mean, yeah. that's, I would encourage you to go see uh, the bears when they come to town. Cause I know you'll not want to go see the Colts because they'll <laughs> lose. Um, but, um, but uh, you, you'll want to go see the Bears for sure. I think that would be a great game to go see. It would actually be cool to go see the the Saints play the uh, Falcons because that's the heated rivalry. Yeah, yeah that, I would love to get to that game. Uh, we'll just have to see what the schedule looks like. Well, yeah. next year, not this year. Yeah, but next you, year. You go. You'll want to go see the SEC championship when Alabama plays whoever comes out of the East. So yeah, it ain't gonna be Alabama this year. No, it's not. It's going to no. be uh, the RSU Tigers. Well, yeah. It's never going to be Arkansas. So, so We've been there before. So, Slow down. So while you're... We have been there before. <laughs> Can you remember the year? Uh, Were you in diapers? It was the year Bobby Petrino was the coach. <laughs> so about 10 years ago. That was ago. not what I expected you to say. <laughs> that's a little inside, I suppose, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Have they? I don't. I don't know. I'm not, I mean, I'm not an Arkansas fan, so I don't care. We've well, been McFadden there. and them. That was that was a great team with with yeah, yeah. McFadden. So, the great part about Atlanta is is it's huge. Yeah, all the yeah. mu- music and the museums and all of that oh, yeah. will really allow Kaylee to do a lot of things that she yeah. wants to do. Um, from Atlanta, you can fly a ton of places. You yeah, can you do amazing anywhere. things. You can yeah, go anywhere. Yeah. Um, so it's the busiest uh, airport in the world. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's nuts. I've I mean, I've flown out of there. It's. I'm so glad my collect my connecting flight was like right there next to my where I was getting off. Because yeah. just seeing the map of that airport, I was like, "Son of a bitch, I gotta go all yeah. the way across from here." Nope, it's right here. Okay. No, it literally though is the busiest. Like, oh yeah, yeah. They have more flights in and out of there than any airport yeah. in the world. And I, it's probably next to JFK. It's probably the biggest international airport. Uh, like size that. wise or flights wise? Probably. I mean, probably wouldn't flight be, wise. Wouldn't it be flight? Like, it's like bigger. Yeah. Internationally. Maybe in the East Coast. I don't know. I think it's bigger. Whenever we flew from Illinois, we would fly. We would always have to, to the East Coast, we would always have to fly through Atlanta. Yeah. And it was always during the summer, you'd just regret it. Because with all the uh, thunderstorms that pop up, thunderstorms, you were yeah. always sort of lamenting whether yeah. the weather would cause delays or not. But um, it is, uh, you can go anywhere from anywhere there. But you also got some other cool reps that live down there, too. You got Chris with... yeah. Uh, 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 Perdomo. I yep. mean, we just had him on, and he's a he's a yeah. cool guy. He's one of our favorite yeah, he's people awesome. around. So you know, he's yeah. down there. And quite a few of the reps for West End are mm-hmm. from Atlanta, and yeah. so I know a lot of those guys. So I've got some buddies that live in the area. They've been super helpful. Uh, we're flying out there not this week, but next to try to find a place to live. So uh, they've been really helpful with telling me, you know, look in this neighborhood mm-hmm. or this neighborhood. Don't go there. Don't go there. Look here. Yeah. Right. So they've been great. Um, and multiple people have offered to 
have us over for dinner once yeah. we get settled in. So yeah. it's it, I, hopefully it's a pretty smooth transition. Um, I think you guys here will be good with it. You know, everybody's yeah. everybody's settling into their new roles here. Yeah, but, yeah because, uh, because like I said, you know, it's something that we've known for a month now, so we've been able to, you know, contingency plans and, you know, adapt, and we've done fairly well, I believe. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that. It was an adjustment. Uh, you were You were and always will be a big part of the shop. I know you referred to it as this was your home. The, I, yeah. I will tell you this probably will be your home for, for a long time. Yeah. Um, because uh, you will always be welcome here. You'll receive the norm welcome uh, every time you walk in here. So yep. your mom uh, jokes still flying everywhere when you come in. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Sometimes even when you don't walk in. <laughs> yeah. Now you just can't rebuttal. Right. It's all right. I'll get you back. So I have a funny story to tell that happened to me this week. Okay, let's hear it. Everybody knows I have the best taste in music. Oh, gosh. Um, so my truck got broke into. Uh, Are you serious? Two nights ago. Um, like, I just cleaned it out Friday. You know, all the kind of stuff. And I walk out to my truck to come up here Saturday. I walk into my truck, and uh, I see a hard hat laying next to my truck. I'm like, oh, I must have. I was like, is that my hard hat? So I look at it. I was like, oh, I must have, like, pulled it out and knocked out when I grabbed my my gym bag or something. I get over there to it, and my door's open. I'm like, what the hell? So I look at it. Truck is just destroyed on the inside. Like, stuff is moved everywhere. It's funny because my gym bag was in there, and they went through it, and they touched my boxers. So that was funny. <laughs> because my boxers <laughs> just laying on my seat. And I was like, aha, screw you. Oh, but my, gosh. But my CD case was laying there, too, which has, like, 100 different CDs of all the music I have. Who owns CDs nowadays? <laughs> but not one CD was taken. Well, it's because nobody has a they, CD player. Well, well that, but I'm thinking they probably flip through it and be like, who the hell is this? <laughs> what? What is this stuff? Like, is he stuck in, you know, 2007, like, Yes, you are, area? because you own a CD case. <laughs> well, I mean, I have it. Yeah. They don't have CDs where we're from. It's 2019. <laughs> I mean, I don't listen to them anymore, but I just have them on my truck. He's like, I sure as hell don't have you know a CD case in my in my house, but I have one on my truck. But it's funny because I mean, the inside was just torn apart, and I'm like, crap, is anything missing? Like, all right, nothing's there. Um, not really missing anything. And the inside is torn up. I mean, my boxers were laying wherever, going through my gym bag. Um, but I had, but the, like my dash cam was still there. Didn't get anything on it. Um, but I had 300 bucks in the visor, still there. I was yeah. like, you stupid criminals. You're terrible crooks. I know. See, I figured they they found the uh, the uh, Skip, uh, Gavin Skip uh, CD and went, <laughs> this, guy Gavin, lis- this guy listens to g- Dance Gavin Dance and <laughs> felt sorry for you. And then just, you pro- if you truly felt sorry for you, you probably put everything back the yeah, way yeah. it was. Did you find an extra 20 in the console <laughs> yeah. this week? Yeah, I'd be like, I'm sorry, go buy sorry. some more music. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. But it was just funny because, you know, I told Mo what happened and I was one of like seven or eight cars I got broke into, you know. Did they anybody else lose anything? Uh, I don't know. I mean, so you just left it unlocked, I'm guessing. They didn't like break a window or I anything. I like that's. I must have like because I always lock it, but I guess like maybe when I put my keys back in my pocket, it might yeah. have unlocked or something. That's happened to me before. But I was like, because I was parked right up front, right next to the security gate. You know, the the camera is right by my truck, and then yeah. my camera in my truck. 
you know, didn't catch anything. I need to run out to the parking lot real quick and check your visor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, no. uh, <laughs> grab something out of my car. No, I've, I've, uh, I've already done a, because it was funny because Mo's head or Mo's voice came in my head first and then yours, because you always get on to me for carrying, you know, a wad of cash on me. I was like, all right, I got to go to the bank and <laughs> deposit this stuff. That's but yeah, crazy. But that was a, that was my fun little venture before I came up here yesterday. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you guys talk about what you do for a living, Mark? We did, yeah. but I, I, okay. I'll go. I'm a healthcare project manager for a, a huge uh, multinational company. So, yeah, uh, not that interesting, really, unless you happen to be uh, one of the few people who cares about that. But <laughs> yes, I, I do. I, I'm a corporate guy. So, yeah, we in, we indulged pretty much everything like we normally would on a on yeah. the new guest and everything. Um, but mainly this one, we just wanted to let everybody know the the changes that are happening um you know with the show yeah um where changes are happening but it's going to be changes that we've you know talked about went over and we're prepared for yeah yeah it's yeah. it's going to be exciting yeah. it's exciting changes yeah definitely bittersweet but yep. exciting for sure but like i said i now i know every time you're on the show i know what we're smoking that's right yeah. well, <laughs> let's let's touch on the cigar what do you guys think of this cigar so uh, it's pretty good. It's still not my favorite Ashton. No. But it is a good one. So what's your favorite Ashton? The VSG. Mark? San Cristobal. The original? Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. it has, it, uh, we'll cover it when we, uh, in the episode after this, but when I owned a cigar shop, it was, it came out when I was a co-owner of a shop. And I remember it, first of all, very fondly because mm-hmm. it came out and I was excited about it and remember that. And it, it has a special place personally for me, but I also yeah. l- really like the flavor profile yeah. of that. It hits me well. So I think uh, part of the reason why everybody loves Ashton so much, or not everybody, but the reason most people like Ashton so much um, is it, it's somewhat unique because we basically have have uh, taken the two best cigar makers in the world mm-hmm from two different countries and said, here's what we want. Do it. Make it. And they make it, they bring it back to you and you tweak it, you know, and yeah. then here's, here's the cigar. It goes out to the market. Right. So, I mean, if you could pick, if I just came to you randomly and said, Hey, pick two cigar makers to make you a cigar, who are you going to go to? Right. You're going to pick Fuente. Yeah. If you, if you want a Dominican cigar, yeah. you're going to pick Papine if you want a, a Nicaraguan cigar. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, you, you just can't pick any any better family to make your cigars. And so the products that we put out are, in my opinion, superior to most because of that. Yeah. And, on, and you would say that before you even start working with yeah. them, too. Yeah. Because, no, I mean, I, yeah. You are. You, you, I mean, you were, you're a huge Ashton fan. Yeah, this know. was on my top five list when we did our list. Yeah. Yep. Same thing. The VSG was, I think, on both of our yeah, lists. Yeah, both of ours, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I love this product. Um, and that's part of the reason why I was so excited when this opportunity came available, mm-hmm. you know, cigars that I'm very passionate about. Not mm-hmm. only is it, I like the cigars, I love the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then you take a company that is still family owned. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still involved. Satya and Mira are at the office every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, you know, you get to hang out with them when you're there. Um, and, and they're just really cool down to earth people. They're not, it's not some big corporation you know that's in europe and and you're a number right like you actually know who these people are and so 
to me, it's a company that, that I was super excited to get the opportunity to work for. The product is phenomenal, uh, spectacular. Dang. Um, and so... I'm not going to miss that. <laughs> that's uh, You know you're going to say it while I'm gone. So I'm going to call you and just... Or I'm going to text you when I'm listening to the episode. Dang. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when you, when, you, when you put those two things together... Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's the company that you get the chance to sell their products. It, it's such a great opportunity. I, I just couldn't pass it up. Yeah. So yeah. it appears, I mean, obviously you're all always from the outside, even as a, as a retailer, but it appears also to be a very well-run company. Yeah. I, I noticed, you know, as a retailer, you can tell when a company isn't well-run. Mm-hmm. When we dealt with Ashton, it was always, um, um, it was exceptionally well run. It was you ordered yeah. stuff and it it really worked. Uh, you know, you got what you wanted. You got exactly what you ordered. Everything was always on on time and and all of that. And so yeah. I I really like liked working with them a lot. Yeah, one of the things we talked about this last week while I was up there was um, one of the other reps when he was in retail was talking about how Ashton is one of the very few companies that if you do get something back ordered. Before they ship it, they'll call you and just say, hey, you know, we've got this product for yeah. you. Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. Is there anything we can add to it? Most companies would just ship it, and, and it just shows up, and you get a bill for it, right? One of the few companies that actually cares about our customers and makes sure that they're ready to go uh, before we send them something that they don't need. Or, you know, instead of them having to call and then wait another uh, shipping period to get product, it's... Hey, I've got this for you. What else do you need? Let's throw a couple more boxes on here so that you know you have it when you're when you actually need it. Yeah. So, yeah. and and we don't back order many things. No. Um, Ashton is one of the few companies that has done really well with our products not being on back order. I, I agree completely with that. We I can't recall a time over the five years I owned our shop where there was a back order on Ashton. Things get back ordered, but it's just not very often, not very often. And, it, and it doesn't take that long to get the product. Well, so you don't remember an occasional back order. You remember yeah. uh, uh, sort of a regular sort right. of sy- systemic sort yeah. of problem. Yeah. So are you ready to uh, to deal with IPCPR on the rep side now? We'll see. You know, it's, <laughs> that's uh, gonna be the that's gonna be the big change. Like you not have, you don't have to go to you know twelve different companies to get the order for here. Now you have to deal with hundreds of, oh, yeah. of orders. Yeah, I've got uh, people from. All over the place coming in, uh-huh. ready to make orders. I've already taken a couple orders. Uh-huh. I don't even have like my iPad yet, right? I can't like physically put in an order, but people are calling me and texting me yeah. orders already, emailing me stuff. So I think we're gonna pay, make uh, our last big order with Paul. Um, that will get us through like the next two years, and then uh, and then we'll see you in like twenty twenty two. Oh, you would, you would. Yeah. <laughs> no, Paul's great. Mm-hmm. You know, he, yeah, he's absolutely. one of my favorite reps. Yeah. Um, and, and he's staying with the company. He's moving to Arizona back he, he, home. He's going back home. Yeah, he's taking on a new territory for the company. Yeah. Um, and, and the reason he's able to do that is because he's done so well with the company. Yeah. So I've got some big shoes to fill. Um, I'm gonna have to work, you know, harder than I ever have at anything. But uh, I feel like the the two weeks that I've spent in Philadelphia have prepared me for that. Um, and, and then I'm very fortunate in that I get to spend the rest of the year with Paul yeah. um, traveling my territory. Um, and so I'll get the chance to meet people and really understand the territory a little better than a lot of reps yeah. for a lot of companies get to. Yeah, learning I mean, from one of the best. Yeah, how many reps ha- have we had You know that worked for a company – 
and then three weeks later they're with a new company mm-hmm. and they don't know their product. Yeah, Ashton's yeah. not doing that. Yeah, you know, they literally said, "Take a week, learn this." Yeah, and then well, next and, week we'll talk about what you know what the second side of this looks well, like. Well, and you're so. co- you're coming in with a little bit of a you know a head start just because you're a manager of a shop. For yeah, so long, and it's with a product that you actually you know you really enjoy and you like. So you actually actually actually, <laughs> um, but like I mean you're you're an Ashton fanboy, so it helps that yeah. you. That you you already kind of knew, you know the blends or where it came from or the you know the history of the the Pepin family or the Fuente family and and everything like that. Yeah. You know, there's probably people who they hire that they're coming in blind. Yeah, but you kind of already got that that step above. Yeah, it's uh, I'm very fortunate in in the opportunity and in the way things have panned out. So I, I feel like they're setting me up for success and and uh, I plan to have a long future with the company. So. The best companies always do that. Well, yeah. good because your spots already filled. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! So uh, I thought we'd tell some funny Steve stories. Yeah, is that appropriate? Do oh, it. God, I, you go because I got to think of one. Okay, so I'm I'm going to tell a, a story. Uh, like nothing a eul- inappropriate that my mom will get mad this at me. Is, about. This nope, is like nope. a eulogy now. <laughs> nope, nope, no, 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 no. So we tell sad stories or happy stories. But uh, Steve and uh, a member here, a good friend of Steve and I's, were sitting up front, and we were—I uh, was feeling sorry for myself after uh, some after Vegas, and uh, and the member said, uh, "I don't know what you're feeling sorry for yourself being shot at." <laughs> I remember this. Steve has actually been shot. <laughs> <laughs> And so we all laughed just like that. Yep. And then St- Steve, who was wearing a GoPro at the time, he was out hunting. Yeah. And um, one of uh, another hunter that wasn't in Steve's group uh, mistaked a decoy duck, right? Yeah, I was duck hunting. Um, and, oh, that's where I remember. And he had the go- Steve had the GoPro on, and the guy <laughs> shot him. He was all <laughs> luckily Steve had vests on and stuff like that, and you get this hey. <laughs> and then a few some expletives. Few expletives. <laughs> you shot me, <laughs> and uh, the three of us laughed for I think oh, about three gosh, hours. Yeah. And uh, it was uh, it was uh, yeah. for the record what I needed that day, but also still. And we told that story for I believe a couple months. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know what you're, you're, why you're feeling bad. Steve's been shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, did, but did anything. And then somebody like, played the video and then we all laughed again. But did anything penetrate the skin? No, yeah. it's, it was birdshot and it was from a, a pretty good distance away. Um, I mean, you, you could feel it hit yeah. you, but I had enough clothing on because it's freezing cold while you're duck hunting. Yeah. So um, I had waders and, you know, Under Armour and, and all kinds of, you know, a coat, all kinds of stuff on. So, um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I I'm pretty sure he uh, he sunk like two of our decoys, um, which I'm probably more pissed about than actually getting hit, because <laughs> uh, decoys are not cheap, and uh, those were good decoys, you know. Guy Ev- just, evidently, because he shot near them. Yeah, <laughs> moment of mourning for the decoys. <laughs> I, re- I remember the video. Hey, <laughs> jerk! <laughs> you shot me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah that was uh i was not happy that day no i <laughs> I, I remember think... when he said that though and i almost <laughs> fell out of my chair 
We did laugh. Oh my goodness! For a solid hour. <laughs> yeah. That is that is cigar. Uh, that's a cigar shop, right? Yeah. yeah. And that is uh, your and I's relationship. To be honest with you, yeah. we, the number of Saturday ten to twos that we just sat up here and laughed about every single thing, appropriate, oh, yeah. inappropriate, and uh, yeah, uh, those are those are the times that you uh, you remember fondly of. Yeah. And and trust me when I say we laughed about. Uh, Every single darn thing under the under the sun. Oh yeah, I still. Uh, you guys gonna make me cry? And, well, no, no, no. You were tighten that shit up. <laughs> right. I still remember Kaylee would come up and uh, and uh, then people would give you a hard time. I, I enjoyed the wife episode in particular because you told the story about the inappropriate joke. Yeah. So that's what I was gonna say. That was probably my favorite story <laughs> because when you told me that joke, and then she comes in, and I'm like. Hey, why don't you tell her that joke? <laughs> right. You just like, you give me this look like, go to hell, man. Why don't you, right. you bust me out like this? Right. Because like, Kaylee is, uh, she's amazing. But, yeah, she uh, is. She's, uh, she's a strong, independent woman. And uh, yeah. she does not uh, tolerate being uh, thought less of. And, not at all. And she should not be because yeah. she is not less. And, uh, and there's been uh, probably 20 times where she's walked in and they're, you know, scar shop, men humor. And you just think to yourself... Um, I'm glad she just walked in and not five minutes ago, um, because, uh, guys are sometimes very childish in, yeah. in, a, in a bad way. So we're, we're all 12 year olds yeah. sometimes. So, and sometimes you're laughing because someone else is laughing at something that someone in, is inappropriate. And I understand that. Uh, and I have received from Paula the same lecture where you go, that was stupid. And you shouldn't have been laughing at that. And you just go. I can't help it. Somebody cries. I cry. Somebody laughs. Sometimes I laugh, not because it's funny, but just because it just, I laugh. Well, so part of it is like when somebody tells a joke and it doesn't go the way they hope it will. Yeah. Uh, that awkward yeah. like moment the, after the, the, the crickets. That is one of the funniest things to me in the world. Right. It's like when I tell a joke, I always look around the room. <laughs> yeah, you do. Or, or Your look. eyes dart like. <laughs> See, I'm like Kaylee. I like the, the my only critic is me. So I, I mean, I like when other people laugh. That's fine. But I, if I kill myself, oh yeah, that's, that's really all, that's that, all matters. that matters. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And there's been times when I've told a joke and I think it's hilarious and no one else does, and I just go. <laughs> Sorry, you missed it. I say because that. that was really darn funny. So I'll tell a joke, or, or I'll come back with a, like a witty comment with her, and she'll just like stare at me, and I'm like, "Come on, that was a funny joke." <laughs> Give I'm me dying that one. laughing. Give me that one. Like, yeah. come on, that yeah. was funny. <laughs> She's like, a little something for the effort. There. You're not funny. <laughs> tell you what, one, one thing I'm not gonna miss is every time I come over to your house, and I'm not. <laughs> let me let me preference this by saying I'm not a dog person. And you had three <laughs> oh, dogs. So yeah. every time we're over at your house hanging out, doing whatever, I'm sitting there just like ass clenched because you got your Cujos <laughs> are just like, like licking me. I'm like, oh my God, get away. So Aaron, I just want you to know that I have two dogs. I, I know. They're both, uh, one's about 75 pounds, one's about 65 pounds. My favorite part is the first time that we were together, the three of us at Steve's place, Somebody told you that uh, it's Avery, right? <laughs> Avery, yeah. The, the, and he goes, and somebody described Avery as uh, is a is a the killer, the killer, like an attack dog. And yeah. you, yeah. I swear, I thought you were coming, you were going to run <laughs> yeah. over the fence. And I go, because I've met Avery uh, ten times at the oh, dog yeah. park. He's a sweetheart. And you just go, uh, mm. uh, no, sweetheart. 
So, so when we went over for our five year anniversary, we had to go over there and get some tables. So I already know he has a dog. So I'm like, yeah, go get the stuff. I'll put it in the in the, uh, in the truck and everything. So you, you open up the garage door, and every pops her head out, and you're like, sick him. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> well played. She can't I'm gonna bump fist yeah, on that one. You can't hear that on the podcast. She can't get out to him, but right. uh, wow. yeah, he freaked out. Oh man, my asshole slammed shut. <laughs> Yeah, First of all, um, yeah, would kill you. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. but but well, so, so for those of you that don't know, um, this dog, she is one of the sweetest dogs you've ever met in your life. Sweetheart. She, she is the protector of the house. That's her job. So when I got her, she was intended to be a, a dog used for hog hunting. At that time, I was doing a lot of hog hunting with... Uh, and hogs are mean son of bitches. Oh, yeah. Uh, so she's... Uh, She's black mouth cur. She's she's a mixed dog, but uh, she's her main bloodline is is cur, and they're Steve hunting Kerr. dogs. No, not Steve Kerr. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so it, she's a she's a very tough dog. Um, she's done a couple of things like she ripped her entire toenail out of her out of her foot Oof. one time uh, when she was climbing up in my car, and she didn't even yelp. I looked down, there's blood everywhere, and I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> And she didn't even make a noise. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is, she's a super tough dog, um, but she's not like looking to attack people. Um, if a fight breaks out at the dog park, she's probably going to go jump in, but <laughs> yeah. she doesn't start the fight. Um, <laughs> just ends it. <laughs> she just ends it, yeah. Uh, but she literally is a couch potato. Uh, she loves to cuddle. Um, she's, she's a sweetheart. She's a sweetheart. Yeah, but it's just like... You're scared of the Basset Hound. That dog, <laughs> that dog cannot hurt a fly, and you were scared to death of that dog. You can outrun the best. All that, yes, all that, I promise you. All that slobber, though, I mean, can, it just, uh, she's not that bad. She's not as bad hound. as other basset hounds. I mean, I mean, the one dog that I mean, the, the black labs, the labs are the ones that are yeah. a little more aggressive to you. And Bailey will jump up on you. Yeah. she wants to kiss you in the face. But it was Lily my black too, lab, yeah. and Lily's brown, right? Brown. No, she's black. black. Yeah, and so they're a little more aggressive. They try to jump up in your face to kiss you, um, but uh, yeah, no, you're you're. I'm a, I'm a cat guy. I'm a cat guy. That's awful. Hmm. <laughs> I can't. It's I can't. Right. Help it. But it's funny. Like you had that Thanksgiving party, the the, uh, the Halloween party a couple weeks ago, and I just walk in, and you're like, "Wow, you should better be glad that uh, the dogs weren't inside." And I was like. Shit, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't knock or anything. He just walks in the front door. I just walk right in, like it's, like, you know, like it's Seinfeld or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Avery might have attacked you with that. <laughs> she right. might have come at you with that one. I'm just glad I didn't dress up. Yeah. <laughs> come, yeah. come in looking like a, you know, a scarecrow or whatever. Just, oh like, goodness! Yeah, just, yeah, just, just so me. Her favorite treats are these dehydrated sweet potatoes. And oh, so is mine. Your beard looks like a. Orange sweet potato, you know, she'd have been all over Your you. favorite treats are your cats. <laughs> I unfortunately don't have a cat right now. Okay, so your favorite treats are dehydrated sweet potatoes? No. <laughs> okay. I just you should was... try them. They're pretty good. <laughs> so, like, so, so, here's another little thing. So, my, my parents have a boxer. And my mom keeps this cookie jar on the end of her bar. And every time I go to her house, doesn't matter what I do, I always go to the fridge first, open it. I go to the pantry, open it. Oh, I don't know. Goodness. I've I've always done it forever. <laughs> and she had her cookie jar that's always had cookies. And I grab one, take it, sit down, t- take a bite of it. I'm like, God, this thing is horrible. What the hell? And I'm like, Mom, oh, these, co- no. these cookies suck. What are these? She was like, Oh, those are dog treats. I'm like, 
why in the hell did you put it in the cookie jar? I mean, you know I come here every time, and that's where I'm going to. You but don't live was, there anymore. But even like Dad was like, man, they're not very good. <laughs> oh it's man, like, it's like man, Mom, you got some dry cookies. So we always talk about your quirks. Mm-hmm. Um, you reminded me, I have a couple small ones, but one of mine. I don't like opening other people's refrigerators. Mm-hmm. Just like when you go to someone's house, they're like, oh, grab a beer, you know, and, yeah. and you just go in the fridge and grab it. For some reason, like. You're afraid they're what? No, like the fridge is like my space. Sac- sacred. Yeah, it's like. Sacred? That's my refrigerator, right? So when I'm at someone else's house, I'm like, that's your refrigerator. Like, I'm not just going to go get in your refrigerator. You get me a beer. <laughs> no, it's nothing to do with that. I'll go get it, but I will not open it without being invited to go into the fridge. Well, I agree with that, but I think he's saying it's his parents. I mean, I mean it's, it used to be yeah, mine no. for, for 17 well, years. Was, yeah, no, yeah. it was always there. <laughs> you just lived there. Yeah, I think because you right. don't pay the mortgage, it's actually not yours. Yeah. I paid the mortgage in love. <laughs> no, no. I'll call your dad right after this. We're going to start. We're going to be a personal interpreter. Right. Yes. <laughs> we'll call Brandon and says, Aaron will now accept love as payment. Hugs. <laughs> hugs. He'll no. accept a quarterly no. hug. No. You, you, you already got your hug. I'm like I said, I'm good for the, good for the year. No, I told you I'll be back. Uh, I'll be back weeks. Friday. So you got to give me another hug. Like on I Friday. said, I'm good for the year. <laughs> no, Friday. <laughs> so yeah, yeah they, you know, the funny part is Paula, my wife's family, is a non-hugging family. And uh, my family hugs uh, like when we uh, leave and enter a room, right? Because yeah. my family very much, we tell each other we love each other all the time and all that stuff. And uh, something happened that was sad. And <laughs> I'm sitting there in front of her parents and I'm feeling the need to give both of them a hug. And Paula is like cringing because she knows... It violates the family code. Mark's about to hug you. Mark's right. about to hug you. Mark's <laughs> right. about to hug you. And, and then at some point I just went, well, uh, huggers got a hug. <laughs> so I hugged them both and told them I loved them because I do. And uh, Paula, I could feel that I was like 30 seconds from her putting me in a, in a chokehold and like choking me out <laughs> because that violated the family code. And I'm just going, hmm. see, I'll front hug Mo just because Mo gets my You're married to her, but like I'll side hug my mom. I'm or that's ridiculous. I just, I'm not a hugger. Okay. Like Mo is a hugger. You could just meet her for the first I've time. Hugged Mo. And she, yeah, oh, yeah. But the first time you met her, she probably hugged you. She did. She is a hugger. Yeah. Hug, Mo just, makes complete sense to me. I'm just, yeah, me too. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, of course who wouldn't want to hug her, but it's just me. I'm not commenting on your wife. <laughs> We're not going there. Well, That's a no-fly zone for so me. I'm a hugger, too. Like, I, I don't uh, mind hugging people. Uh, the one that gets me is, um, like, people that, uh, families that still kiss each other on the lips. Oh, yeah. Like Tom Brady? That's a little weird to me. Yeah. Like, little kids, I get, but, like... Yeah. At some point, oh, like he you kisses break his dad. That. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's forty-two. It's, it's a little weird to it's me. Weird. Yeah, yeah, we don't weird. do that. But I don't do that either. But it's Tom Brady. But my, but I Paula, I like I've been. If I was Tom Brady, the only person I'm kissing is Giselle. Is Giselle? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's actually actually accurate. <laughs> um, but yeah, Paul is still. I've been married for uh, twenty-five years now, almost twenty-five years, and we've been together for 20, 30 years. And she's still uncomfortable when my dad and I and uh, family get together. And it is, uh, seriously, it, you know, don't know why. Just born this way. This is the way we do it. 
And see, and I'm and the same way. I'm born this just, way. Just, she just, she's uncomfortable because, you know, it's a hug and, and a, a long hug. And, uh, hey, I love you. And, and uh, you know. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and you'll hear in the episode that we, we talk about some advice on that that I give based on an episode that happened in my life. But, yeah. but uh, you know, it's one of those things. Um, that I, I, you know, people are comfortable in different ways, but Paul, Paul, for the record, apparently it doesn't get easier for her. She's still uncomfortable, but, uh, yeah. she'll still give me the look like, what in the heck is wrong with you folks? You guys <laughs> didn't, did, don't Freaking you all huggers. realize, don't you realize that you all love each other? You've said it like a billion times. <laughs> I said, well, I don't know. Just in case something had changed in the last 35 yeah, seconds, know. I thought yeah. I'd clarify <laughs> it. Never know. 35 seconds. <laughs> Yeah, they're sitting at Thanksgiving. Hey, can you pass the potatoes? I love you. I love you. It's, it's easy words. There's a lot of bad in the world. Saying you love somebody is uh, is, is is not a bad thing. So. I'm with you 100 percent on that too. So, like, I used to be weird about telling people I love you, um, but then at some point something clicked, and it was like, I mean, you never know. Like my brother, right? I never know if I'm going to see my brother again. Yeah, yeah. Something could happen, right? Yep. So when I see him and, and I leave, my brother and my sister, I hug him and say I love him. See, now you know? you're making me feel horrible because I don't do that. No. You know, it, everybody's different with yeah. the way they do it. But yeah. uh, at some point in my life, something just clicked and said, saying I love you is not a bad thing. Or if it makes it awkward, so what, right? Yeah. Awkward's not that big of a deal. <laughs> so, like, I, I always mess with with Mo. I, I mean, that's just what I have to do. Yeah. I mess with everybody. So she'll say I love you. And I just to mess with her, I always say, I love YouTube. YouTube, YouTube, <laughs> just and then she gives me that look. I'm like, no, babe, I love you too. You know? and, just, and she knocks I'm, you to the ground. Yes, you. yes, that small five foot woman just oh, yeah. oh, she she'd whip you. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, I got hundred dollars on her on that fight. I'm me not. Too. I'm not scared of anybody. She can make me scared. Yeah. Yes, but it's a good kind of scared. It's like so, I've said before. Like when she yells at me, I'm like, hey. <laughs> just, All right, that's. Yeah, that's weird. That's I'm going to agree with Steve on that one. That's too far. <laughs> that is, uh, that's way too far. Or as you say, that's actually factually <laughs> That's correct. actually factually accurate, yes. <laughs> I, uh, I uh, uh, didn't tell that story on the next podcast, but the, I sit in back with a couple guys and we hang a couple nights and uh, those guys are, um, they, they tell a lot of long tales and there was somebody <laughs> telling long tales back here and they are, we're making up stuff a whole night, one night. What, cigar, cigar, cigar guys lying? <laughs> right. No. And, they, and then one of them said something that was actually truthful. And I said, wow, that's, that's actually factually accurate. And the whole room stopped. And, they, and now I have to say that that's once. That's Mark's phrase. Yeah. That's, a, that's my phrase yeah. back here. So. Yeah. Which implies that everything you had said before that wasn't even close to the truth. And I'm acknowledging what you said is actually true. Oh, that's funny. We're coming up to the end of these cigars and everything. So what do y'all think? It's it, Again, this is one of my favorite cigars. Um, you know, it's got just enough spice to kind mm-hmm. of wake everything up. Yeah. Uh, the Retro Hail is phenomenal. I've, nice I've, nutty I've flavors. That. You get a nice nutty flavor. You pick up the spice a little bit more again. That oaky flavor stands out a little more. Um, you do. You get a, you get some nice spice. You get some. It's not like a, a black peppery spice. It's a no. It's a white peppery. It's it's subtle, but it, it's definitely there. It it's more like in the uh, like there's some cigars where you get 
like on the retro hail, the, the tip of the nose, the back of the nose. This yeah. one kind of hits right in the middle. <clears throat> it's really nice. Um, you do, you get that, that oakiness that I, I really do like the dryness that I, that you get on this. It might just be me. I don't know. Do y'all, you know what I'm. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's, uh, the, the general rule with yeah. the tobaccos is, um, the Dominican tobacco is usually a little more savory and it causes your palate to salivate. Yeah. The Nicaraguan tobaccos are usually a little drier. It yeah. causes things to dry out. So you get a, a nice complexity to this because there's points where, like you were saying, you get that kind of dry, mm-hmm. like like wine, right? Yeah. Kind the, of a similar... The, the, ta- the tannin It doesn't necessarily taste like it, but it, yeah. it's the mouthfeel yeah. of that, right? Yeah. And then you get into certain parts of the cigar and, and it's like, wow, this flavor is amazing and, and, and you know, your mouth's watering because you want more. So... Yep. It's great. Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, uh, Nicaraguan and Dominican filler, binder and filler. So it comes in five sizes. You've got the Bellicoso, which is uh, five and a quarter by 52. Uh, the Prestige, which is a Churchill, uh, six and three quarters by 49. The Prism, uh, which is a Corona. It is a five and a half by 46. And then the Robusto is a five by 50. And the Sublime, which is the Toro, which is what we're smoking, is a six by 52. So... Um, I love the packaging of the box. Oh yeah, the that, that nice red like yeah. wa- not even wax paper. It's like parchment almost. Or, yeah, we have some of the best packaging. Yeah. on the market. I mean, yeah, the agree. boxes are absolutely beautiful. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, everybody everybody recognizes the San Cristobal parrot. Mm-hmm. Um, on Which the box. I, well, now that you have an in, I've already said you know if they want, I've always said that would be an awesome chess piece. <laughs> that would be a cool chess so piece. So now you can run it up the flagpole and I'll uh, ask them. <laughs> I'll talk to somebody. <laughs> Lifetime supply of uh, of Ashton's. And well, I, I get, doubt that. I get a cool cigar. Hey, that's that's free advertisement. <laughs> Where are you taking your shirt off that you're advertising yeah. this in cigar shops? That makes no sense. That's a good point. I get, yeah, I guess the only two people that see me without a shirt is me and Mo. So, and uh, I don't know if Mo is going to buy a whole bunch of these, but you know, so I, I hope she does. I'll have to start wor- uh, working up here without a shirt. That will really drive in the crowd. <laughs> Oh goodness! I'd like to not bankrupt the shop if possible. <laughs> Seems like a good goal. Yeah, I really I get the oakiness out of this, and I think the tanniny is is really strong for me in this. Mm-hmm. The the peppery is really um, I mean subtle, but yeah, it's yeah, nice. It is I a get secondary it. note. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the things I like about the cigar is because a lot of times, especially in the Nicaraguans, you get a very strong peppery, and there's times where that's what I crave, uh-huh. right? But yeah. But uh, the nice part about this is it's the three of those together, kind of uh, working together. And it's very nice. I like uh, complex cigars, and this is a, yeah. a very good definition of one of those, mm-hmm. where you get a lot of different things. Yeah, well, I, whenever I went up to the, uh, the the Ashton Lounge up in Philly, <clears throat> what I liked was, you know, they have that humidor in the back that you can go and walk around and everything. But you also get the, the cigar menu at the table. So me and my brother were sitting at the cigar menu, and he's he's an avid cigar smoker. Um, but it was nice because since I you know work in the industry, I can I know, you know, everything that's on the menu. I you know I know pretty much more or less you know what it is. I'm looking through there and I'm seeing tons of stuff I've never seen before. But I saw this and I was like, hey, you'll like this one. Get that. And he actually did. You know, he really enjoyed it. And I don't. I think that was probably his first time having the uh, the symmetry. Yeah. So it was, it is, it is a very, <clears throat> very, very good one. Um, but like I said, you know, of the Ashton line, there's just so many on there that I really do enjoy. Yeah. I, I do like this one. I don't want to say I don't like it. I enjoy it. There's just, to me, I like a lot of the other, the other ones that they produce. Yeah. yeah. So 
That's oh. one of the cool parts about the Ashton mm-hmm. line too, is there's a lot of variety. Some the the lines I like, there's a lot of mm-hmm. there's several of them that are very one, they're very consistent. You know, you get you get a lot of them like the Padrone. But the cool part about Ashton is there's some a lot of variety in that line. You talk mm-hmm. about yeah. the two blenders, uh, the two the two, you know, people who blend. That that there's that causes a lot of variety, which is yeah. uh makes you know, means you there's a lot. Of, I described in in the next episode that I like uh, cigars that I light on fire because I like to go in there and and pick a different cigar. <laughs> yeah. And that that that's that's powerful. You know, when you can pick up a couple different cigars and they're really different within a, yeah. within a manufacturer, that's yeah. a, that's a big deal. Yeah. So, like we said before, you know, for the show, the show is continuing on. I like the the direction that we're going to change or going to go. Um, from episode number one, I said everything evolves. The show is going to evolve. Yeah. It's already evolved from episode one to episode 30 that's already come out. Yeah. And now we're just doing that next step. And I'm really excited about what's you know what's going to transpire and everything. Uh, like you know Steve said and I've said, we've known Mark for you know five years more or less. Yep. Um, you know, when he was new up here and given directions and pointing the wrong damn direction. And then <laughs> he still we're, does it. We're, <laughs> we're sitting here still laughing and everything. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, and it's, it's nice to, you know, everybody that's involved with the show now, you, Brandon, me, we have the blessing pretty much of, you know, bringing on this, this new character pretty yeah. much. It's going to be, you know, listeners out there don't know Mark. Um, right. We do. And it's going to be, it's going to be a, a, a really good fit. Um, the one thing that I, that I going into it was the dynamic that me and you have. I wanted that to still be because we have a lot of the same views, but then we differ on a bunch also. Yeah. The, the back and forth was the, was one of the, if not the top thing that I wanted to make sure that this uh, show stands with, you know, I, when I went up to KC and I was talking to everybody up there and talking to Jacob and everybody else I met, you know, this, this show is a cigar podcast. It's 30, 40% cigars. It's 60% just, you know, BS and talking, just talking about stuff. And that was the main thing that was important with me was to, you know, keep that direction, keep that going. And it's, it's going to be, it's going to be going further on, you know, we're going to try to make it better than it already is. We're always, trying to you know do better the the you know than we did the week before and everything like, everything like that and you know I'm excited for where this is going yeah I'm excited too I think you guys are going to do a great job I will be a forever listener yeah. um and, and now you can you know pimp the shows to plenty of other shops there you go <laughs> <laughs> so we did get a couple of the countries while you're gone um I don't know if I mentioned on the last one but we did get uh, Jamaica uh, Kuwait and uh, South Korea that's awesome. All because of the BTS love that I have. Oh, please. <laughs> I was a little confused. BTS. Is his name Kim or V? <laughs> okay. You have to go back to that episode and listen. <laughs> I've, already, I've already divulged enough on my uh, my my sweet love of Korean boy bands. Yeah. Boy band crush. <laughs> but the main thing. Well, yeah, oh, come on now. It's what it is. Come on. <laughs> you can't act like it's not. <laughs> Dude, a banger's a banger. It's good. What does that even mean? A banger? Like a song is a banger. Like uh, a banger. I'm thinking like bangers and mash. That's what I was thinking too. No, like like a good song. Like I don't know. Like a headbanger. Maybe that's like what the kids are saying nowadays. <laughs> the it's kids. A, the kids. <laughs> it's, a, it's a banger. I don't know. It oh gosh. Does it doesn't matter either anyway. way? It's good. 
But uh, we'll have to agree to disagree. Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but the one thing that isn't changing with the show is how we end the show. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You so you haven't been here for a couple of weeks. You've been missing out. I have. But you've listened to the show. I have. So would you have you would you have taken the money on the past couple ones? Uh, see, one was. Uh, well, the previous one was you and I and Guillermo. Yep. That we had that one, and then last week's was. Uh, Walking into the store, yeah, you, you got to announce uh, like a like a uncomfortable or embarrassing moment. Or something. Uh, I'm probably not taking that one. I usually go grocery shopping with my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate grocery shopping, <laughs> but I'm not going to make her do that by herself. Um, <laughs> I can't. I've, see, I don't I've, think I'm taking. I've, you I've, said you would take. Would it. I take it? Okay. Yeah. yeah because I because I because that's what I said. I I don't really get embarrassed. Is it much. the same? The thing on that was was it. The same secret every time, or do you have to come up with a new no, one? No, you have to come up with a new embarrassing moment every time. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Because eh, well. at some point, you're like... You're going to run out. You're going to run out. Yeah, well, if you go to the store a lot. I mean, but... My I, wife shops by herself, so I... And she gets an easy pass. I got, I got somewhat of a pass, but I also am way older than you. I have probably a lot more embarrassing <laughs> secrets. <laughs> yeah. Well, and which one... We'll dive into those. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Yes. But for this week, all right. Million dollars. It's a lot of money, y'all. It is. Million dollars. MDB Games. Whenever somebody brags to you, you become addicted to rubbing your own nipples. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so we did this one once, didn't we? Well, we cut it. Episode 10? It, like, yeah, because you just couldn't hear anything. So uh. I've been saving this one, so. Uh, does it count? Does it count the humble brag or just a straight? Marks? I mean, a humble brag is still a brag. I'm super smart. Yeah. Oh gosh. And we get a, you get a lot more humble brags than full brag, on brags, brags, but they're still oh, braggy yeah. people. Okay, so in my new position, um, I mean, you've already bragged a few times tonight. No, I haven't. Nah, okay, fine. Humble brags. That, no, I'm not talking about me bragging. I'm talking about other, other people, people bragging. bragging to me. Yeah, but I, but you but you'd be humble bragging to me, so I'd be over here like going to town, chafing my nipples at, at this point. Uh, wow. That would be hilarious. But uh, <laughs> for me, I, it probably would hinder my ability to do my job. <laughs> or you might make more sales. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I I don't think it's worth it because I go in. So many shops. new shops, yeah. you know. I, I feel like it would create a problem. Yeah, you know, I'd be known as the rep that rubs his nipples. <laughs> that's not a good thing to be known for. And you for. probably wouldn't be with Ashton very long. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's not something I want to be known for. So I think I'm going to pass on this one. Uh, I'm going to. Is it is it that you you do it like while they're bragging? Once they stop, you're done. Yeah, I'd say. I'm going to take it because that would make them probably uncomfortable and they would leave and then I don't have to hear them bragging anymore. So I'm taking the money. Man. So a million dollars, you know, I'm older. Yeah. And nearing retirement um, within a few years. And I could conceptually take that million dollars and move somewhere where no one was allowed (laughs) on my property. So that would be the easiest way to say it. Yeah. you realize if you take this every time I see you, I'm bragging about something. Well, right. Okay, I assume you're writing me a million dollar check right after this. Well, I mean, he did. You know, he does He's have got that a new job. job now, right? So. Yeah, I know. Oh gosh. But um, I mean, the problem is if you have a job that is public facing in any way, 
um, rubbing your nipples uh, in public is socially unacceptable. See, he, just just so, just to clarify for everyone. Oh my gosh. Here's um, my here's if my. If you issue. could do it, find a way to do it subtly. Aaron doesn't necessarily have a public facing job, <laughs> except for at the scar shop. Well, no, but like I, I you know, I'm a. I'm <laughs> You've a... rubbed your nipples twice. In this, and I don't believe I've <laughs> bragged once. But no, but like, like uh, I, I am a furniture builder, and I believe that I'm one of the best around. Is that a brag? So if that's the case, if I'm if I'm bragging that I think I'm one of the best around, do I like do I rub my own nipples while I'm bragging about myself? No, is it, it says while someone is bragging to you. So I'm just gonna stand in front of the mirror like American Psycho and just like <laughs> just start. Rubbing. So odd. We have like a nipple rubbing fetish. <laughs> No, I'm just saying if I take the money, if I'm talking about my about my work, I don't think it applies to yourself. Okay, okay. it would be when other people brag to you, is what it says, right? They're bragging about what does me? the card say? Um, just when somebody brags to you. Yeah. So it's got to be somebody else, so mm-hmm. it can't be you, because that way you couldn't do it to yourself on purpose, yeah. which is important to clarify. Yeah. At this moment, <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, I'm taking the money. Either way, I'm taking. I the think money. I'm taking the money. Yeah. Um, the problem is. Uh, for if you had a job that was public facing, yeah, you would almost certainly, unless you found some clever way to do it that was not totally obvious, um, you would get fired fairly quickly because, yeah. <laughs> like, a, I'll repeat myself, that's not socially acceptable <laughs> in the world today, um, nor should it be, just so that I don't appear like I'm saying that that's a, an unfair judgment. <laughs> What kind of world do we live in where a man can't rub his own nipples in public? Uh, a fair what one. What does the world come to? Uh, one that's okay by me, for the record. Um, yeah, and I, I know because when we talked about this in episode 10, Dee brought it up mm-hmm. um, that it would be even harder for uh, females, mm-hmm. and that is true. Yeah. Um, but... Um, it, yeah, you would have to find Although, a way to not be around people. Probably more widely accepted. Yeah, that might be true, but which still, is, is probably have a public a bad job. thing in our society nowadays, right? Yeah. That, that that would be more accepted. But. Yeah, but still, <laughs> socially acceptable is yeah is a no on either gender. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, and for the record, like I said, right, rightfully so. So yeah, it, but you know, if I was in your situation where I was able to retire with that yeah. money. Yeah, maybe, you know, yeah. that's probably something you could I've say. always said my goal is to retire and to uh, go and buy a cabin, not a fancy cabin. Um, and my wife believes that I will uh, miss all of you. And I say I uh, FaceTime. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I will sit on my porch every day, every morning and drink coffee and smoke a cigar and just uh, play with my dogs and... Uh, and your nipples. <laughs> and uh, not have to worry about rubbing my nipples. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, these are just so mainstream logical. Um, yes. Yep. I thought yeah. this one seemed familiar. Yep, yep. Yeah, since we didn't use it, I was like, you know what? I'm now wondering what Lee Grissom's answer was to this, because I believe it was hilarious. <laughs> and I'm going to have to ask him yeah. so that I can remember and then laugh. To where, to where I yeah. So last time it was every time you it. hear the national anthem yeah, which was funny because we were all about to go to the baseball game that D was singing the national anthem and, we, was. Said, and we said we're just going to stand, stand in the outfield, in the outfield <laughs> rub our nipples while she's singing. So yeah, so everybody didn't hear that just because there was like twenty of us in here yeah. and you just couldn't hear anything. But that's one of those deep cuts we might have to like pull out of the archives yeah. and, and you know throw yeah. up somewhere. And uh, I'm all about the deep cuts, but uh, 
that was uh, that episode ten was pretty awesome because yeah, was. Uh, there was some really cool people in the room. Yeah. D D being one of them, yep. with that unique perspective of being a new smoker and uh, being a being a, a woman smoker. Mm-hmm. She yeah. she picked up in the last couple. Of, she's yeah. become one of my really favorite people to smoke with. Yeah. She's uh, yeah. she's really uh, a fascinating person to talk to and has a great view of the world. And yeah. Cigar smoking in particular. Yeah. So so if Mark's voice sounds familiar, it's because you were actually on yeah. that episode before. So you're... I believe I asked the question, what's it like to be in an industry of old people uh, with you two five-year-olds? <laughs> At the time, he was still in his 20s. So he was the baby. He was. And now you're No, I was 30 five? already. No, no. You're both young you to think me. That was, it's all relatives. That was six months ago. That was almost six months ago, yeah. Yeah, I turned 30 in March. What, that was you? after March. Okay. So well, 30 you, some line that makes you old? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'd say when like you have to do an inventory check in the morning when you when you wake up to be like what hurts today <laughs> is when, is when you're when you're crossing that threshold. Uh, when you when your breakfast consists of two Advil and a Monster, that's yes. when you're getting old. When you go to an Eric Church concert and then you have to ice your knees for 3 days. <laughs> Then call me. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever go to an Eric Church concert, I will call you. <laughs> yes, we'll go together. That was a great concert. It was a great concert. Yeah. He, uh, so he doesn't have an opener. He comes out, plays for an hour and a half, takes a 20-minute break, plays for another hour and a half. I mean, yeah. It's phenomenal. You hear so much great music when he yeah. plays. And, yeah. and I told Mark after the show, I was like, man, I forgot like how many great songs yeah. he has made. He's been in the business forever. Yep. Um, and he's and he's just made some of the best country songs out there. You could have a pile of cash in front of me right now. I'd be like, you name me one Eric Church song, you can have it all. You're taking that money. You've back. heard some of his songs. You just maybe wouldn't know them off the top of your head. But if I played Wait, you, but a couple, where would I have would. heard his song from? From me sitting up front. Yeah, but I'd like. I, it's not like we share it. like air like Actually, AirPods. There are probably a couple songs you would like because he doesn't play a lot of your traditional or a lot of your he's modern country, roll. right? He plays a lot of he's bro country, uh, right? No. <laughs> Bro country. So I knew that would get to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming over the table at you. <laughs> no, he plays a lot of really cool songs. Southern rock, which I yeah. know you're very fond of. Yes, yes. He, well, we saw him in St. Louis. Um, Paula and I did. He played on Friday night, played that same, same way, hour and a half, 20 minutes, hour and a half. Came back on Saturday night, played an hour and a half, 20 minutes, hour and a half, no opener either night. Played wow. like 36 songs on Saturday or Friday night, 37 songs on Saturday night. Played obviously some repeats, but I'm a, I'm a big fan in the deep cuts. And as a matter of fact, Paula and I play. Uh, so there, there's a, there's a couple deep cuts that Paula and I are really into. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it was one of those where we've seen him eight or nine times now. And uh, there's a song that our, her and I really like. It's over when it's over. And we haven't seen him play it live in concert. And the lady behind us uh, threw up right before he played over when it's over. And oh, Paula was man. trying to make sure that our coats didn't get uh, wet. But Vomiting. I was so locked into <laughs> hearing the song. And she she said after we walked out of there Saturday night, uh, well, we didn't hear over when it's over. And I went, oh, sorry. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. We're on vomit patrol. The uh, the guy next to me because he played a, a a song that is very personal to me about a man's going to die, a man who was going to die young about a man who was self destructive when he was young, um, and it, 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 it's a really raw song, very uh, yeah. 
not very finished song that talks about that I didn't realize that I was going to live and I didn't want to live and thought I was going to end up on broken uh, pieces on the ground. And then I found your yeah. love. And uh, if next time you, you see, uh, you talk to Jesus, can you tell him now that I would like to live forever? It's an incredible, personally, it, it very much mirrors my life because when I was young, I was lost and had, had some issues and all that. And when Paula found me, and I realized, hey, you know, <clears throat> this life's worth living, right? Because, uh, you know, you, as you grow up, that's maturing. Yeah. And he played that. And uh, the guy next to me uh, poked his wife because I was crying. And uh, to see him play it live was very emotional to me. And pointed at me. And she, she like, looked at me. And I was like, yep, yeah, so what? I'm crying. <laughs> you know, yeah. this, is, this is what it is. Yeah. Um, and that's what to me, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that in the next episode, but Oh, live music to me is exactly that. Yeah. It's just really cool to see an artist do that. Yeah. So, um, but we'll talk a little music. Yeah. We we don't agree on music, but we talk a little bit about that. But uh, mainly now that we're going to go on, I think what we're going to do is spend a lot of time making fun of Steve. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is going to be a be a lot in the future, and uh, oh, there's man. nothing you can do about it. Yeah. <laughs> see how it is. Yep. Yeah. But uh, next week we do smoke the Tatawahe Monster Edition Chuck. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so that is one to look out for. Um, so like, subscribe, all that. Yeah. Also, one thing that I want to start doing in the show is make sure you support the CRA. Um, you know, you can go to damn near any shop. We have plenty of flyers up. Um, you know, help, you know, support them. They support us. Um, you're going to see that in plenty of shops that you go to. And everything. Uh, you're part of the uh, SNS club, so you get yeah, you know, the CRA, CRA membership. CRA yeah. membership, and all three of us are yeah. SNS club. Um, that's the main thing right now. Uh, support them because they yeah. we're going to need it. There's yeah, a lot of legislation that's very um, it's very dam damaging to uh, cigar smokers and mm -hmm. and the and to be honest with you, the industry as a whole. And uh, you know, the CRA is a great way to just support. Um, the way we sort of make sure those things don't cause us long-term damage. Yep. Yeah. They, uh, they're spending a lot of money on that right now. Um, it's a, it's something you definitely need to get behind. Uh, you know, Robbie Levine, the, the owner of Ashton is, um, one of the biggest supporters of CRA. There's a handful of, uh, of owners, manufacturers that are part of that. Um, and, you know that they spend a lot of time and a lot of money and uh, that that bill is mostly paid by manufacturers but the support from uh consumers is is a big part of that and yeah. so um anything we can do to uh to keep that going and continue to to have the right to smoke cigars where we want when we want yeah like i mean our, our our home shop you know if you're cra uh, yeah. you get 10 percent off yeah um you know i i can't speak for every shop but you know our home shop here west end um, we do so definitely uh you know get on get on that and let us know and we show our appreciation by you know giving you a little bit of discount yeah all right well i want to say thanks everybody for listening mark thanks for being here and taking over for me thank you steve and be the good later